This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. It looks like it's about to rain, and it's kind of warm outside, so it's giving tornadic energy for me. I hope you guys are safe. Or in a comfortable place, whichever way it is, you know. tell you something if you don't know what's going on if you if you don't know what's happening like don't be interrupting the teacher while she over here trying to teach she is the reason you in this class because you don't know what you're doing you have all the answers why are you here i would never understand that it's like people live to sit up here and criticize people about how they should live their life and i'm looking at them like your life is more in shambles than theirs like stop it like right now people are talking about uh i guess it's love after lockdown and they're talking about this heavy set lady um i'm doing what the um coming from um, this heavy set lady, she's on on the show, and they said that she catfished this man, and um, they said she catfished this man and had this man believing she was smaller than what she said she was, and but they're saying that this man, they're questioning his intentions and stuff like that. So, um, oh, I don't inadvertently. This is what happened when you sit over here looking for bags. You ain't got no bags looking for. Y'all, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still falling in love with this, uh, Lady Dior bag. There's another, be- uh, there's another bag that I'm really into that also. But yeah, I mean, you know, people talking about her catfishing him and him using her. I guess he using her to take care of him because his ass probably gonna have a hard time looking for a job or whatever have you. Um, y'all know how, you know, being in prison is. I don't entertain guys in prison. Uh, because I'm over here trying to take care of myself. I can't take care of anybody else. So you, if you got a felony and you in trouble, I can't help you. I got to help my first, myself first. Okay. I got to put a life, I got to put a life jacket on myself first. It's not my fault. You freeze to death. You grown. Um, but anyway, basically these two people are just desperate ass grown folks. He's with her because he needs somebody to take care of his sorry ass. And she with him because she needs she needs somebody. Okay? So she just going for whatever it is that he got. And he just going with whatever she it is that she got. Um But I'ma tell y'all this. Um the lady she went on there, she talked about why y'all judging my relationship, why y'all talking shit about my relationship or whatever have you and everybody was like how you gonna get mad at people criticizing your relationship when you put your relationship um for us to see 
I'm gonna give my opinion on this. Let me give my little two cents on this, cause I, when it comes to relationships, I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I already told you, me, you were friends, and then you start, you got got a relationship with a dude, and you stop talking to me. We are no longer friends. Um, and when you get a divorce, don't call me, don't text me. I'm not your friend no more. I don't give a damn how much of a dog he is. If you can't talk to me while the relationship is doing good, I don't give a damn about it going bad. He being your ass. That's not my problem. You should have talked to me while you sitting up there getting the roses and the chocolate and the strawberries and stuff instead of sitting up here and want to talk to people because you bitches have a bad habit of getting in a relationship with guys and then you ignore your friends that will ride or die with you. But you only reason you were friends with them because your ass don't like being lonely. But we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the psychology of that. All that shit. Because the long story short, a lot of you people don't want to be lonely. Y'all don't like being by yourself. You hate the sound of your real voice. And like, you just don't like the other side of the bed not being filled. So you feel like... With a significant other. That's what this situation is. And she's now asking everybody to stop judging her situation. My thing is this. Once you get on a reality show, people can say what the hell they want to. Even when they wrong as hell for giving an opinion. And nine out of ten times, people will come in about your relationship don't have one of their own. But when you put yourself on reality TV, you are free game. You knew how you were going to look when you got on reality TV. Don't act like you're surprised that people going to drag you for being fat as hell. And drag him for being broken, desperate as hell. People are allowed to give their opinions. You may not agree with it, and I don't agree with people sitting up here giving their giving their ID, giving their um because I really feel like reality TV shows are social experiments done in front of your face to show you how stupid we actually look. But we ain't gonna have this conversation. Like I said, I feel like it's a social experience experiment. Because at the end of the day, y'all all have had this situation happen before. Y'all all have had a cousin or a family member that was highly insecure highly insecure and they start dating people or start being uh, correspondent to guys in prison and when the guy got out of prison they started dating and you knew that your cousin was being used but this is just showing you different situations and what's happening. Um, I don't know what she was thinking. We, I mean, my thing is, is this. If I knew I catfished someone, I do not want to be on TV. Granted, I might end up on catfish if I catfish someone. But I'm a cute girl and I have no reason to catfish nobody because I look exactly like I do in my pictures. That's me. I ain't ever used no other woman's pictures besides myself. I promise you. That's a promise. Now, if somebody else is using my pictures and telling you and asking you to be their shit, they're going to be your sugar daddy or sugar mama or whatever, they're lying to you. That's not me. Then I took my little cute-ass picture, and they bamboozled you, which that has become an issue recently. Okay? Don't get it twisted. Y'all sit up here and talk about this whole situation about this woman, me, and the guy. 
and they getting together well you got people over here catfishing folks somebody catfished me into thinking they were orion i knew it wasn't orion because i know oh i mean i do i okay i would say i semi suedo know orion i don't know him like that but i know that it's not his characteristics to be sitting up there in my dms talking about some hey how you doing he has other things to do. He has a bigger fish to fry. So I've never received a, hey, how you doing, from Mr. Browner. And you over here talking to me. And you over here trying to get me to, 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 to do this. And I'm over here reporting your account because I'm an asshole. But I really think this reality show... It's, it's a social experiment to show you and give you a mirror to your face and show you how you look. As much as y'all judging her, y'all have done things out of desperation to be with a man before. Trust and believe. Same thing, vice versa with men. You have done things out of desperation to be with a woman because you assume that this woman was going to financially take care of you. Y'all all have done it. Don't pretend you haven't. Okay? For some of y'all, y'all get desperate to, after y'all turn 25 because somebody lied to you and told you that 25 is old. Other, others of y'all, y'all just desperate. That's just your personality. That's just what you do. That's just how you roll. That's just your thing. So for y'all to be on the internet dragging folks when you sitting at home with your regrets and uh, needs on the couch, how you gonna judge this woman? But I digress. I heavily digress. But I was just looking when she's sitting up here getting mad. And I'm like, you know, you understand that what you put on reality TV, it's out for anybody to, to give their, if people are giving their opinion. You may not like it. I'll be honest with you. Most of these people who giving their opinion, I don't care for their opinion. Because I'm like, who are you to judge when you sitting up there with the broke ass niggas? Who? How you going to sit up there and judge some way? A lot of y'all are sitting up here with broke ass niggas or broke ass bitches. Just because you don't want to be by yourself. You don't like your own reflection. You don't like being you don't like being in a cold ass bed. You don't want to deal with yourself because you sit over here with all these anxiety and depression issues. You got all these psychological problems because you can't you don't want to deal with yourself. So don't sit up here and pretend like you never done some weird shit before. Like I don't know, date somebody straight out of prison. But once again, like I said, she put herself out there. So how are you going to be mad when the system come back and tell you, girl, you know he a dog. You know he ain't shit. Why you with him? That's what I want to say. It's the same thing with being on reality TV shows. All these people get mad when people talk about these fake-ass storylines. We, I mean, the thing is, is why would you sit up there and let people damage your reputation to begin with? Let's talk about that. You ain't gonna damage my reputation without consequences. I'm suing you, I'm suing the network, and y'all all can go straight to hell.
But it's just so weird. It's weird to me. It's weird to people. But it's the same thing. Who else? Light-skinned Keisha came up, and she was talking about her body, and she said something about some... She said something about her body, and somebody said that she has a BBL, and she said she don't have a BBL, and she got mad because somebody gave their opinion because they thought her ass was fake. Granted, I'll be straight up honest with you. Her ass looks real uh, to me. And I don't think she got a BBL because she ain't got one of the funny-looking belly buttons. Y'all know how girls look with BBLs? They belly buttons look weird. But I don't think she got. I don't. I don't think she got the L of the BBL part. And her body was nice. But of course, once again, when you bring up a conversation talking about something and to, on public forum, you can secretly say that. I have secretly said that personally. Even though I have this, I said it on Bego one time. I was sitting up there talking and I was saying, you know, I have nice breasts. Okay, but I'm not famous, so nobody heard me say that. But. I'm allowed to, to be criticized and told your breasts are fake because I put it on a public forum like, oh, your breasts are fake. You know they're fake. You know you were a, a triple D in high school. Yes, I was. Stop putting your opinion on social media if you don't want nobody to criticize it. People are allowed to say what the hell they want to say to you. And they're going to say what the hell they want to say with you regardless of how you feel about it. So you bring up something that is also a sore subject and you say stuff like, well, my ass is nice. I love my ass. And people know good and well you've been under the knife or people have an opinion or that you were under the knife. They're allowed to say that. Granted, it don't make them right. But they're allowed to say that because you want a public forum and rubbed in people's face. Hey, I have a nice ass. But once again, I digress. And my thing is, y'all don't have to give y'all opinion about everything. Half of y'all sound dumb as shit. I didn't say all y'all. I said half of y'all sound dumb as shit. You sound stupid. Give me your opinion. Nobody cares about what you think. Don't give your opinion because nobody else gives a damn about your opinion. Nobody cares. Like, one guy got mad at me because I was criticizing this guy who was in jail talking about something. He want a high vibrational woman. Okay, but the only reason you in jail because you did something low vibrational. Am I not right? He gonna tell me to wipe my mouth. Nigga, go die. Drop dead. Get off your mama titties. Stop drinking Similac. Get out of here. I say what I want to say. And I don't care the reason why he's in jail. He was still doing something low vibrational. So, I mean, we live in a day and age where people sit up there and they give give out something or they bring their storylines or something. And you get mad when somebody criticizes you. Then you have your little minions with their retarded asses sit up there cussing people out of the comment section. You mad because somebody feel like Beyonce's new album sucks. And Beyonce ain't gonna save you when you get your ass beat and somebody come see you. You understand that? But this is this kind of society we live in. We sit up there and put our business on the internet and then want to cry foul when people are judging our, our business. Stop telling everybody your business. That's why they tell you to move in silence. That's why, no, that's why nobody know what the hell I'm doing. And you ain't gonna know what the hell I'm doing. 
ain't gotta tell everybody every damn thing I'm doing. That's none of your business. But y'all knew no y'all do know I have an obsession with Lady Your Bag, and I'm also obsessed with these Louis Vuitton dudes. But we're not gonna <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you all my business if I have an issue. Well, I have said I have had an issue with family because of the whole vaccine vaccination situation. But I mean, I'm one of those people where you know I never really personally tell you the whole details of my issues. If I have an issue with a family member, if I have an issue with anybody like that, well, y'all also know about my issue I had with somebody who I thought it was a friend. Okay, so I have maybe shared a little bit too much information about myself. But I can't get mad if you criticize me and you tell me, well, this, that, and fro. I can't get mad at you because I put the information out there for you to know. People get mad when you put out information or you on reality TV and you exposing something that has happened to you. And now everybody's sitting over here criticizing it. Yes, half of them, half of the criticism is coming from miserable people. Because misery loves company. So misery has to bring itself, misery has to bring you down to where it's at. So it's not far-fetched when people make opinions and say something. It's because they're miserable. And you let misery be over there. You let miserable people be miserable, okay? Don't pay them no attention. But once again, you can't get mad when misery sit up there and say something about your you and your situation. But yeah, that's what's going on. Speaking of uh, somebody coming out and saying something and everybody got a damn opinion because misery loves company. And I said that. So I watched the interview with Prince Harry and Michael Strahan. And um, I have an opinion on that. Y'all want to hear it? Here it goes. Um, I can't low-key feel bad for Harry because he's privileged. It's hard to feel bad for someone when your whole life somebody has given you a golden tissue to wipe your shitty ass. It's hard to feel bad for people in life when somebody has sit up there and wipe the boogers out your nose. It's hard when it's hard to feel bad for somebody when you don't have to call an Uber and possibly be dealing with somebody who's weird as shit to go somewhere. It's hard to feel bad, and I understand where people are coming from, but understand Prince Harry came from the privilege, Meghan Markle didn't. So for people to sit up there and say that Meghan Markle is privileged, how is she privileged if she was not born into privilege? Um, so, you know, she had she was a made woman. She had to make her own money because that's what we are expected to do as black women or women of color. Y'all want to have that argument? We can have that fight right now. I don't care. That's a fact. Black women are expected to sit up there like a goddamn horse and work their ass off for something that's probably not worth it. But here's what I got from his interview with Michael Strahan. I was watching his interview with Michael Strahan, and from what I'm concerned, it further reiterates what he was saying in the documentary on Netflix, was that William, Prince William, not Kate, Prince William is a master manipulator. Ma manipulator. 
I know that manipulator is not a word. I know some people say call manipulator manipulator. But I was raised to say it manipulator. So let me correct that. Um, I'm a firm believer he has thrown his weight. William is a Gemini. And, and Geminis will throw their weight when they feel like they have weight. But the part that got me was not his his interview with Michael Strahan. The part that got me was this article that I saw um, personally. Do I have the article? I don't think I have an article. Why well, I didn't say the article? Last night, I was looking at this article, and they were talking to the tailor of the bridesmaid's dresses. And um, he was talking about what happened with the tailor and the bridesmaid's dresses. And it was further along, William and Kate throwing their weight at Meghan Markle and Meghan Markle's a Leo and she said bitch I'm not having it and it wasn't a real big deal to me for somebody to be crying but Meghan Markle was not right to be telling Kate do you have baby brain girl you didn't know her at the time like that to be talking to her like that and as a woman you would be highly offended if somebody said that to you so why would you say that to her But the, the tailor said, because y'all remember there was this whole thing that Meghan Markle made um, Kate Middleton cry. And then Meghan Markle was like, no, Kate Middleton made me cry. And then the tailor, he came out and he said basically that William and Kate asked Meghan Markle to make another dress for little Princess Charlotte. Princess Charlotte is an innocent bystander in this. Um, so I will not be attacking the children. I'll be addressing them by their correct titles. Because they're children. Okay. Princess Charlotte. Um, she ain't do nothing to nobody. She's just a child. Um, so the Kate, Me- Megan told the tailor that. And then Megan was like, why don't you just alter the dresses? And I guess there was an issue because they want a freshly new dress. I don't know the whole story. That's what the tailor said um, when it came to the dresses. My thing is, is this. This is my thing or my thing. While I'm over here talking to you and talking trash to you, um, I want you guys to understand that um, we do have a topic. We're gonna, uh, I am going to talk about. I have a topic I want to talk about today. And it's going to be about James Dean. Um, His car accident. And I'm going to talk about his similarity between his car accident. Versus um, Paul Walker's. I feel like their car accidents are very similar. I mean, you're talking about a pretty boy dying in a car accident. So, I mean, I I don't know what it is. I'm going to get real spiritual about it. But before we get real spiritual and real deep about pretty boys, you know, dying in car accidents... Um, I want to get real deep about this whole situation dealing with, um, Charlotte. Um, the truth of the matter is I feel like William and Kate did try to throw their weight with that dress. It was like, well, why don't you make a whole one? How are Taylor going to make a whole new dress a day before the wedding? I guess that that's 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 privilege. That's what privileged people do. 
I'm expecting you to make a whole new dress a day before a wedding. And they did what was right, which was you alter the dress that you already have in front of you. I do believe William is throwing his weight. I do believe that they threw their weight. Um, I, it's pretty obvious. Y'all seen the footage of when the, the, they were doing all these things to Queen Elizabeth's funeral that they are throwing their weight. But is that going to backfire? Because it always does. And it makes you question if William is an unsufferable husband. Because I'm getting that he's an unsufferable husband vibe. I don't know why, but I'm just getting this vibe that William is a very unsufferable husband. Like, you wouldn't want to be married to William. I said he's a Gemini, so I just, I mean, you know, no jazz at Geminis, but I mean, I can't imagine being with somebody who's very back and forth and indecisive. Says somebody who's very back and forth and indecisive. (laughs) Um, but... Long story short, you know, he wants his family back. That's what Harry said in the Michael Strahan interview. Y'all sit up there and y'all misconstruing his words and y'all feel like he's making jabs at Kate Middleton. He's making jabs at Camilla. Camilla's face be asking for a jab. I'm sorry. I mean, you ain't gonna sit up here and, 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 and be the third party in someone else's marriage and not think that I... I'm going to take you serious. Granted, low-key, long story short, as much as y'all don't want Princess Diana to look bad, Princess Diana was the third person in her marriage. Yes, she was married to him. But she was the third person in that relationship. Unfortunately for her. Um, So, you know, I just wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about that. Um... I was going to come on here and talk about the eggs, but I don't want to talk about the eggs because I have a taste for eggs. And I'm scared that if I order some eggs, that it's going to be a, like a, like a, huge, a very expensive. The price of eggs are $12, $7. What the hell? So inflation is nigh. And this goes with the chicken thing. Y'all do know that eggs unhatched chickens right i gotta go to elementary school with some of you guys not all of you guys but some of you guys need to go to elementary school with it so you can understand why eggs are expensive that makes me question when i'm eating chicken am i actually eating chicken uh, i mean you know the eggs are so expensive they didn't even put eggs in my cob salad last night and i felt some kind of way they had eggs in my cob salad the night before I'm questioning things, you know. But yeah. Um, so today we're gonna be talking about James Dean. But first, before we get into that, here's a word from my sponsor. And once again, I'm going to say this because I have to put this out there. If you are a small business owner, 
and you want me to shout out your business, DM me at Lady underscore Tiffany Ma. I don't mind shouting out small businesses. Just let me know. You personally know me. You have a business. You can text me. But if you have a small business and you want me to shout you out on my podcast, um, and you want me to do a little, a little uh, excerpt dealing with your um on my podcast dealing with your business, hit me up and Lady underscore Tiffany Ma on Instagram and DM me the information and what you want me to say about your business. I'm back. Very much so back. Um, contrary to popular belief, I am one of those people where I, it don't take somebody coming out and saying that something weird is happening to a situation. Um, I usually sniff out if something weird's happening. And sometimes I find myself coming to conclusions and realizing that okay this person just died just like everybody else from natural causes from old age um from an actual drug overdose okay um but when it comes to unnatural deaths and it comes to unnatural situations this probably should have been my intro when i was talking about paul walker but i didn't have it as an intro so we're just now dealing with it um, not unnatural causes, especially car accidents. It could be anything. It could be a cut brake. It could be a bomb inside the car. It could be anything. Um, after I did my podcast about Paul Walker, I start to question things. Um. Pertaining to the situation, I know what the article said. The article said that he hit something and then the car exploded, but I did not see a pole that was down. I didn't see no wires that was down. I just saw a car on fire. That's what I saw. So the reasons I'm talking about these stories is because I want to make sure that I saw what I saw and make sure that I see what I see and make sure that my eyes are dotted and my T's across. Um, but when it comes to this situation, I know people always talk about this situation with James Dean. Um, family guy, I low-key feel like low-key made fun of this situation. I don't know why they thought it was funny, um, but they did. Um, and this is one of those cases where I'm curious about because it's one of the most infamous death that has happened in Hollywood. Okay. 
Um, and next week we're going to be talking about on set accidents. And y'all know I got to talk about, and the reason why I brought that up is because, um, Alec Baldwin's situation where he accidentally shot a photographer. So, um, today, excuse my phone. Today, I will be talking about James Dean and the passing of James Dean and what happened specifically on the day he died. So sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. I don't know if you can stomach some drink, drink stomach a snack, but I know you can have a drink. Um, it feels like spring outside, so I suggest you get a, a little some lemonade with a couple of ice cubes inside. Um, we're gonna be talking about. James Dean car accident. Okay. And this comes from www.exponent.com. So it's basically an engineering and scientific consulting firm. Okay. It's called James Dean accident reconstruction. Okay. On September 30th, 1955, after James Dean was killed in a two vehicle accident near Paso Roble, California. Dean was killed, but his passenger and the driver of the other car vehicle survived. The police reported that the speed contributed to the cause of death and that Dean was traveling over 65 miles per hour at the time of the impact. In 1992, while working on the NBC television series, what happened? Exponents engineer were asked to look into the accident. Okay, so we're about to talk about some things that I may or may not be well educated in, which is science and engineering and mathematics, because you got to find something plus something equals something in this situation. So if I confuse you, understand I'm confused as well, because I I just got out of math class, so I'm kind of like, really... The vehicles that were involved were not available for review. So their engineers used photos from the accident scene to review crush damage, the police reports, and photogrammetry techniques to survey the accident scene. The information was used in their analysts to determine the speed, steering, and brake of the Dean of Dean's Porsche Spider in a Ford sedan. That's the same brand of car that Paul Walker was in which was a Porsche. Okay. Let's let's break this down. Okay. Let's 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 break this down a little bit. Cause I think it needs to be broken down. Um Porsche is not one of them cheap floozy cars. I know because I know how it was to have a cheap floozy car or a car that's been discontinued. I remember um, I had a car that had been discontinued being manufactured. Um, I ain't going to say specifically the name because I, I want to make the company a little bad because it was under a big brand, but it was a flimsy made car. Um. Anyway... Um, Porsche is not one of those cars that is known for being made flimsy-like, okay? So, we have two situations that are, I don't feel like doing the math, that are, what, 58 years apart? 
I'm gonna do the math. Okay, I was right. My math was good off the head. You have two situations that are 58 years apart. Both happen around fall, September 30th, and then you have, was it November 30th for Paul Walker? Or November 23rd? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I just know they both happen during the fall season. And they're both in a highly expensive car. Porsches are not cheap. Uh, matter of fact, a Panamera is on my dream, on my vision board. Okay, well, no, actually, a, a, a Prius is on my dream board, but my end game goal is a Panamera. Okay, so we're talking about two cars that are very expensive, causing one per well. The one with Paul Walker, he wasn't the only one that passed away in the situation. Um, it was him and the driver that had died. But both of them caused the accidents of infamous men. So you saying that a, a, a highly expensive car, and back in 1955, the cars were not made flimsy like. So I know this because people didn't get fender benders. Now you get in a, a car today and the car crunches up like a piece of paper. Them old cars, they strong. But still it caused the death of Gene Steen. Crazy, right? Let's continue. The accident happened at about 6 p.m. in the evening, so our visibility consultant reviewed in any potential impact that the sun setting might have contributed. Okay, so this is their science experiment to see what caused the accident of James Dean. Using sophisticated accident reconstruction computer simulation programs, exponent ran various co combinations of speed, braking, and steering to see how, see how closely they matched the actual damage to the vehicle. Visibility analysts indicated that the setting sun would not have caused an issue for either driver. The skid marks that, we, that they were able to determine from the police photo appeared to indicate that the Ford driver might have first thought he could beat the Porsche to the intersection and make it make his turn and then change his mind and apply his brake hard enough to leave the skid marks that are seen in the accident photos, okay? Even Fords back then were not made cheaply and flimsy-like, okay? Um, the damage patterns, skid marks, and exponents computer simulation show that Dean was traveling between 50 to 60 miles per hour at the time of the accident. 
So the question is, you know, it says, well, it'll try to figure out why people believe he was speeding. Why they believe that jeans was speeding. It says, a few hours before the accident, Dean was given a speeding ticket. Whoa! Okay. So, James Dean was stopped by the police for driving too fast. Or, 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 police do uh, stop you for showboating too. Y'all know that, right? But he was stopped for speeding. If you calculate the amount of time that elapsed between the time he was given the ticket and the accident, as well as the measured distance between the two locations, he would have been traveling 70 miles per hour. I live in Atlanta, and I'm pretty sure people drive 80 and 90 miles per hour on a basic road in Redan, but we're not going to go there. Uh, 70 miles per hour is pretty fast in uh, a non-highway situation. That's too fast. That means you're in a situation where you're near neighborhoods. Maybe he saw the Ford coming toward him and thought the black and white car was a police car and decided to slow down. No one will ever really know. Hmm. Now, this is just a scientific version of this. I don't know why I don't have another website. It says right here, liveabout.com. It says on September 30th, James Dean was driving his new Porsche. A brand new Porsche. The difference is, is his was new. Uh, Paul Walker's car was a little bit older. I think it was like what? It wasn't quite. Um, It was, okay, it was 2013 and he had a 2005 Porsche. So, okay. When the fatal accident occurred, originally planning to tow the Porsche to the rally, G Dean changed his mind at the last minute and decided to drive the Porsche instead. Dean and Rolf Weatherick, Dean's mechanic, rode in the Porsche. Mm. So he was going to an auto rally as well, just like. 
Paul Walker. In Salinas, California, he was involved in a head-on collision with a 1954 Tudor. James Dean was only 24 and passed away in the crash. Y'all already catching the, the similarities? You should see the car. Um, so off bat. Oh no. I hope that didn't stop my live, my podcast. Okay, there we go. Off bat, we already have two similarities. Um, even though Paul Walker's was for charity. They both were either going to a speed race or a race, or they were going to a rally, okay? Um, Paul Walker was older than James Dean. Paul Walker was 40. James Dean was 24. That's a very young age to die um, from. I didn't know he was that young. I knew he was young, but I did not know he was that young passing away, James Dean. Um... And both of them have gained. Both of them were in the car with the person who, the, the mechanic. So the person who understood what was going on with the car, what was wrong with the car. So, y'all know what we got to do, right? Let's play devil's advocate. Okay. I saw one off bat from Narcity. Narcity, and it says that they, he faked his own death and actually died recently. Okay. It says. They said that he faked his death. Y'all know we've been doing podcasts talking about infamous people faking their death, right? And, you know, one of the people we talked about was Tupac, um, Elvis. Elvis? Oh, Elvis. Um, Paul McCartney and the king himself. I already said Elvis, so you already know about the king. You already know what the king I'm talking about. The only king I know. No disrespect to Elvis. I'm just saying this is the king I know. But they also said that his car had its own conspiracy, okay? Um, they said not only Dean himself played with conspiracies around his death, even his car escaped this, even his car can't escape this legacy. It said Motor Biscuit discussed the strange fate of Dean's Porsche 550 Spider 
He drove that night, noting its connection to several confirmed and rumored incidents after its own accident. Owner's death. Following the crash, Dean Insurance Company took possession of the spider only to dump it in Burbank Salvage Yard. It was bought by a doctor named William S. Rich, who wanted to refit the spider engine into his own race car. Additionally, he took out the car's transmission and gifted it to a friend and fellow racer, Tom McHenry. A year after Dean's death, the two raced together in the Pomona sports car race. Partway into the race, Eswich car ran over some gravel that caused him to crash, severely injuring him. McHenry Stirring stopped working for no reason, the car going out of control and fatally colliding with the tree. Both of these accidents was blamed on salvage parts from Dean Spider. It says, no doubt a cursed vehicle, the Spider was sold to George Barris, the family Hollywood custom car designer who had modified the car originally. Though he intended to fix it up, he quickly found it to be beyond repair. Instead, he decided to loan the car out for a presentation. Things only get creepier from there. From the next few years, the car was rumored to be at the center of several major disasters. This is from a showbiz cheat sheet, by the way, if you're looking. Unconfirmed reports of garage burning downs around its people being crushed by it while it was in transport. Exhibits collapsing while it was being displayed and more started to come into play. Ooh, it call a honey. To top it all off, the remains of the vehicle disappeared in 1960 while it was being moved from Miami to Los Angeles. To this day, no one knows where the spider went. While the conspiracy around Dean's death are pretty unbelievable, ultimate faith of his car, people, car gives people a lot more to work with. So nobody know what the car is, and I'm by, I'm scared to buy a Porsche. I'm scared. I can't find any conspiracy theory that what he was doing was for a charity that could be against the president at the time or the leader of the country or some big organization, some secret organization or anything like that. But the story about the motor really got to me. But do is it a coincidence? Or that or was Paul Walker really James Dean reincarnated and replaying out his own death? Yes, girl, we get deep. Cause all I could think of when the Paul Walker passing happened was James Dean. It was just something eerie. It felt like it happened before. And like I said, both James Dean, James Dean is gorgeous. If you've seen pictures of him, oh, man, you know, them height, them 1955 brothers, they hit different. You know, they hit different. There's some good looking men, okay? Elvis, oh, I said, you know, I said Elvis, oh, I said Elvis. Elvis was gorgeous, honey. That was not an unattractive man. James Dean was gorgeous. 
But what are the coincidences that Paul Walker and James Dean passed away in a very similar situation? Is this was this his fate the whole time, or this or is is this James Dean's spirit replaying what it did already? Things happen for a reason. It's always a reason behind something. It, it is strange. And no, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is a spiritual analyzation of these two very gorgeous men pass away in similar circumstances. What are the odds? What are the odds? With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Next week, I will be talking about um, set accidents. I'm not going to be talking about a large list of sex accidents because apparently I looked up set accidents and there's tons of them all the way into the early 20, 20th century to now. I'm going to talk about the infamous one. I want to talk about, but I do want to talk about the parallels of Brandon Lee and Bruce Lee. Those are fathers. That's father and son. And I will be talking about the parallels between the two. Um, With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. You just never know the reason behind it. It may not even be the fact that it was, you know, it had to do with whatever Bill and Hillary Clinton concoction of popped up. Um, I don't know what Bill and Hillary into, but y'all show them saying they into something. But this could just be a soul situation or a soul debt or a soul uh, or a soul purpose or somebody come back and reliving their life again and making the same mistake and not realizing this is the same mistake that they already made. It wouldn't be a soul debt because I'm trying to figure out why the, the car accident keeps happening. But with that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Legativity Ma, and this is These Walls of Thing. What you do in the dark will come to light. And sometimes in situations like this, it's unexplainable because it's in the spiritual realm and it has a reason in the spiritual realm, but we don't understand in the physical realm. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Um, I am so outy. I don't know what else I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I already told y'all, but I was going to talk about Brandon Lee. And then I was going to talk about Alec Baldwin and his situation with the prop actually having bullets in it. Um, I don't think that was an accident. I don't think Alec Baldwin did anything on purpose because there's consequences for impersonating the president and making the president look like a dumbass. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so Audi, and I'll be doing a live tomorrow um, talking about some of the things that are happening. I'm going to be talking about the monsoon that's happening in California. 
I'm going to be talking about um, the highest prices for eggs. I'm going to be talking about things that's coming on, that's happening in this, like, weird stuff happening with, you know, famous people. What's up with all these black artists and went from r and it went but from hip-hop artists and now it comes from boxers and now these athletes are getting in trouble. You know, Javante um, Davis, he got wrongly accused of being in a domestic violence situation. He came home to shitty toothbrushes yeah, situation with Odell Beckham on the plane, and he got testy with somebody. Um, So there's a lot to talk about. But, you know, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. It's MLK weekend. Do something to make MLK happy. And no, being in a club is not it, even though I got a ticket to go to a club this weekend. Bye.